Episode 65, Dolly 3 is here. Hey everybody, and welcome to the ChatGPT Report bonus episode. I'm your host, Ryan, and because of all the new news, I decided to have a bonus episode today. Now, if you can already tell, I was sick over the weekend, so my voice is a little rough, and then I went ahead and lost it uh, earlier today, but I still wanted to have the bonus episode today. So if you hear me open up a water bottle or sniffle a little bit, that is why. Um, but we have, we have uh, you know, I come out with episodes once every two weeks for the sole purpose. So when there's a bunch of new news, I can cover it in the middle of a week. And there was a bunch coming out, and I did not want to wait till next week to cover it. So what will we cover? Ryan, that's a great question. We're going to cover everything from Meta AI to Dolly 3, obviously. So let me catch you up on all that you've missed. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Before that, let's go over your small tactic for the week. Florian, and I'll uh, link it here, came at you with this one, and it's a four-step process. Again, we try and keep these under five minutes. This is using BARD with its YouTube extension, and it's for creating long-form content for learning about basically anything. Here is how it works. Ask for your best YouTube videos in your niche. Then his prompt example was, show me the three most popular YouTube videos about psychology in less than 15 minutes. Then it would post it, right? Then step two is to ask for a summary with the transcript. Now he does mention that for the time being, Bard can't directly summarize a video, but you can do it in the YouTube transcription, copy and paste it, right? Then you put it into Google Bard. Then, in the third step, you ask it, can you turn this into a long-form post on Twitter? And finally, boom, post. A lot of work done in less than five minutes. And that doesn't even have to be for posting on Twitter. It can be about learning about a certain topic and then condensing it and ask it to explain it to you like, hey, explain this to me like I'm a tenure, like you're explaining it to a 10-year-old. Now, have I tried this trick before? Absolutely. Don't be ashamed, guys. The feature explained to me like a 10-year-old is super helpful, and I use it all the time. Anyway, that's today's small tactic. Take a look at that at Bard and go learn about or create content with that feature. Now, into our main topic, Dolly 3 update. We discussed this one a little in the past episode, but naturally, once I posted, Dolly immediately came out the next day, or at least what it felt like. Now let's get into what is actually happening. So far, Dolly 3 is holding up to expectations pretty well. It can do a few things better than mid-journey at first glance as well, and I, I, I was able to test both of them out and mess around with both of them to compare. Now, to play with it, you can go to Bing Image Creator to mess around with it, and right now it's a slow roll right now on ChatGPT for the Plus members, so you'll start seeing that come through. Let's run over what it's better at right now. 
Right now, I, I think I have two, I have three examples here. The first one is morphing a character. What we're seeing is it follows a prompt better with characters. And a prime example of this is Thierry, I'll, I'll link him as well, gave both Mid Journey and Dahlia prompt Centaur drawing its bow, releasing, uh, let me rephrase it, quote, Centaur drawing its bow, releasing an arrow, hyper realistic photo, end quote. And Dolly followed the prompt better, actually, by actually creating a centaur, while Midjourney created a beautiful photo, but with a little trouble actually following the centaur prompt. It just had a horse and a man walking around. And if you're wondering, I did test this out as well. I didn't just take his word for it because I had, I, I like, we've discussed this before. You see people post stuff, you got to try it out for yourself. Anyway, I had extremely similar results. So, the takeaway is Dolly actually follows the prompt while Midjourney tries to create an incredibly detailed picture, but not paying much attention to sometimes to the request. Now, the second thing Dolly had over Midjourney were its words. Now, I used the prompt, make me a sign that looks like McDonald's, but the sign says, stay out. And that's an end quote. I'll quote that again. Quote, make me a sign that looks like McDonald's, but the sign says, stay out. It's a very specific and stupid prompt. I'm fully aware of that, guys. But had to try it. And in Dolly, it came up with four pictures that said, stay out with the actual McDonald's logo on it. It actually looked really good. And, and it didn't try and do too much. <clears throat> Excuse me. Then Mid Journey made an awesome picture, but no stay out. If you remember, the prompt was to the sign that needs to say stay out. And it made a picture of the store and made up words. So it was basically the store McDonald's and just what looked like Russian words, right? Not even. Here, Dolly really did shine. It did exactly what I asked for without adding any random words or anything else other than the side. Now, side note here, this is a huge for design teams because mid-journey was really hard to follow when you wanted to add words or get it down to a T for a logo. And now it was really that easy for uh, with Dolly. No difficult long prompts to follow. You know, sometimes you could get it could get words, but you had to do a whole difficult prompt to follow or a whole page of prompts. And now that prompt really, you know, wasn't that easy. And now it's easy. Anyway, that was a side tangent. So it was really impressive here. And hats off to the engineers that figured this one out. Dolly gets the mark here as well and reaffirms what we mentioned in the last statement, that it actually follows your request better than mid-journey. And I, I actually posted the results yesterday on Twitter and LinkedIn for you guys to see as well. So you can look at that and, and see it direct side by side. And you can also take that prompt and just throw it into both, and I'm sure you'll get very similar results. Now, finally, just an update in general. Dolly 3 doesn't look like night, nightmarish mutations e anymore either. You used to, if you remember back in the old day, you'd give it a prompt and it would smash things together and look awful. And they've really refined this tremendously. Again, that, that, that third note is just an overall note, but it, it really has, this update was a vastly improved update. It, it, it was a lot more than what I was expecting. I think Dolly had kind of let me down in the past. And if you listen last episode, I really wasn't, uh, I was not prepared for this one. Overall thoughts this early. My thoughts are that Midjourney is a powerhouse in art quality and creativity, but its low points are that it doesn't follow details as specific, which is where Dolly 3 really shines. And Dolly can accommodate very specific details and follow instructions a little better in general.
Now, right now, they both have advantages. This legit seems like a race to see who can unite the two, the art quality and specific details. And again, both have advantages, but I will say, and I mentioned this again, the update to Dolly has made it a content. I'm very impressed, and I urge you to get into it and give it a try and test it out because it's fascinating to check out the differences. Also, I have to admit, I'm a bit addict. It's a bit addicting. I every night I've been, or uh, since it came out, I've been messing around with it every night after the kids and my wife go to bed. So now. Before I finish on this, one final note, and it's not really a, a note here, more of a me monologuing, but I, I think you'll find it interesting. And I'll post this on Twitter and LinkedIn as well. But cartography is safe from AI as well. So what you're seeing is a lot of people are creating these images and whatnot, but my dad um, was a map maker back in the day, and he made these maps of Civil War battles. And what he would do is he would make the, the map with the battle right from back in the day and then have a clear sheet with today's infrastructure to lay over it so you could see where the battle took place from today's perspective, right? Pretty cool. Now, he had heard about this stuff, and what he asked me was, okay, and what he asked me was, okay, cool. With this text-to-image, can you put maps of different places and just ask it to make images for you without searching you know, any custom maps for exactly what you want? And I said, why, well, yes, that honestly should work, right? Wrong. I thought after the, te- the new testing with Dolly that it would help me out with this, but both MidJourney and Dolly do a pretty bad job at it. For example, my prompt was orthogonal map of Harper's Ferry. Two things to note here is that orthogonal basically means a top-down view of the map, and Harper's Ferry is a town in West Virginia that has two converging rivers, being the Potomac and the Shenandoah River. Also, it was a part of Brown's Raid, which was uh, preceding the Civil War. Some interesting history I encourage you to read about it. So obviously my dad wanted a map of that. And it's very, there's mountains around here and there's rivers, so it it, it should the both software or both um software should be able to figure out and and be able to put things there right you know water and mountain and stuff like that and both dolly and midjourney tried to create this place right the only thing it did right was most of the pictures had a couple rivers but they treated them too much like a large port which harper's ferry was not a large part port and it made it too much into of of a city which harper's ferry if you know it is far from a large city as well and finally it made it have huge mountains like from colorado where if you know anything it's the it's part of the blue ridge mountain range and they're far from massive and finally none of them followed the orthogonal rule what i got from this is that creating something from scratch both of them excel at dolly and um midjourney but creating something like a map where it needs to not be as creative but more accurate of hey this is what the map looks like they both fell short again that was supposed to be a small tangent but i went deep with that one and I wanted to hear from any cartographers or any map makers out there. Can anyone show me how they figured out how to create a realistic map of a real location? And like I said, I did try a more popular location like New York City, but it's trying too much. I don't need it to give me everything, just the basics. It 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 felt almost too powerful, you know. So again, if you happen to make a realistic map of any city or town that is truly from that that town or city, email me, thechatgptreport at gmail.com, or uh, ping me on Twitter and LinkedIn, and I'd love to take a look at that stuff. But anyway, Dolly 3, very, very powerful, very interesting. Get your hands dirty with this one. 
A big one from the week was Meta AI. What is Meta AI? Now, from their website, it's, it is, it's a conversational assistant that's currently available on WhatsApp, Messenger, and Instagram for select U.S. users. Honestly, I had no idea it was there, and you know their marketing team did a fantastic job of that. That's sarcastic, guys. Now, what it's doing is interesting. If you heard about it this past week, it's probably because they teamed up with Ray-Bans for smart glasses. Now, they again, this is similar to the Google Glass thing. Here we go again. You know, I think Google was a little early, but I think there's potential there. Now, anyway, they're teaming up with, with Ray-Bans, and it's only 299 bucks, and they'll be available on October 17th. That's very soon, guys. And also, 299 bucks doesn't seem that expensive. But what, what will the glasses actually do? Will they cast my Facebook? Again, it's sarcasm. Get with the program, guys. I'm just kidding around right now. Anyway, anyway, anyway. The big thing here is that they're inserting themselves into product images, characters, and much more. For example, you can have different characters discuss and plan with you. When they did the presentation, which I didn't mention earlier, but they did do a presentation of this, kind of rolling this out. When they did the presentation, they had Snoop Dogg being a dungeon master for D&D, and Zuck was interacting with him. Honestly, it was pretty cringy, but I digress. The company's other new AI launches included two generative AI tools for photo editing that will be made available to Instagram users next month. Now, this I think will be a good one. Give normal people like me the ability to edit pictures with just a few clicks. I like it. One called Backdrop can swap the background for one generated by a text prompt, and the other, Restyle, uses generative AI to do things like surround a person with puppies. Now, something that was evident was the fact that they want the AI to be everywhere, and they're going to go all in on this. And I'm not sure how I feel about it. It seems to me like they're trying too much and not focusing. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> Excuse me. And not focusing on any one thing, but they're just kind of spreading their wings and throwing, lack of a better term, they're throwing crap at the wall. Now, with over 3.8 billion monthly users, I'm sure they'll grab some share of the pie, but nothing really impressed me other than that photo editing uh, section to it. I think they, are, uh, they might be a little too late to be competing with you know, the Alexas of the world. But again, just my thoughts. Something to keep an eye on, but I'm less than excited about it. Uh, I mean, the Ray-Bans are pretty cool, but it, it, again, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't get me excited about what they're trying to do. It, it seems a little tacky. Are, are, are you guys excited about it? Let me know. And finally, for today's episode, ChatGPT Vision, uh, describing images. Now, we talked a little bit about this last week, but let's go over some examples that might help you. I followed some people on Twitter and compiled some of the cooler ones. So let's go over the top four ones, let's say here. And I'm sure you've already seen some of them, but you know, here's some of my thoughts on them. One of them was taking a picture of anything and then asking it to explain it. In the example I saw, it was some kids' homework, math homework, and they asked it to explain or give them answers and explain the questions based on the page. It was really neat, and I wonder how math teachers are going to handle that. My wife is a math teacher, and she said it wouldn't really work in her classroom because they actually ask you, she asks you to walk her through the problem. And what I saw from the demo that they had here is that it, it, it explained it, but you, if you didn't know what you were talking about, you couldn't walk through it. So I'll give you the answers, but it won't fully explain it if you need to go in front of a teacher. But again, still a cool feature. 
I saw it do some other things as well. I'll go into that. Number two, I saw a great one where the guy took a picture of those no parking signs in a city. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that have all these hours and it says, hey, Monday to Friday, six to seven. You can't, you can't park here. Monday to Friday, you can park. And um, you almost have to be a physicist to figure out if you can park. Well, he took a picture of it, then told it, ChatGPT, the day and time it was like, hey, it's Wednesday at 4 p.m. today. Can I park in this spot? That is a fantastic use case. I love that one. I'm definitely going to try that one out. Number three. Now, I haven't tested this one out either. Excuse me. But I'm sure y'all have seen this one too. It's a big one floating around, but this guy took a picture of his team's whiteboard session and had it write code for him. Now, I'm unsure how accurate it really is because I've been seeing this one go around. But even if it only worked 50% of the time, it's still impressive. And again, where are we going to be a year from now? It's just the start of something, you know? And fourth, and finally, one of the more practical examples I saw was a guy take a picture of a plate of food and then basically ask it for the recipe and how to make that. To me, that could be fun, and I need to try it out more because that one could really come in handy. Now, something I want you to all be, uh, to, I, I want all of you to be aware of is this. These are all examples, and most of them I haven't messed around with yet. And, you know, since I'm working full-time with two kids, I haven't really had the chance to really dig into it too much, but I need to get my hands dirty. And, more. And you know, I want to give you guys more examples, and I want you, the audience, to get more involved as well. I, I, I'm getting the – I have the chat – plus version for obvious reasons to take a look at it. But I encourage you guys to get it as well and get after it and test it out and see if what they're really saying is true. Because from my perspective, a lot of these people have the same examples from the same people pushing them. We need more examples to showcase that this is working. Now, I bring this up because remember when last week everyone was saying, wow, MidJourney is dead because of the new Dolly updates. And they had, you know, they didn't even have the the software and they were already putting in its grave and now we know that each have their own thing that they're pretty good at x and twitter make you think oh this one's going to crush the other one and vice versa but from the examples i've shown above it's not it you know it's not the case the technologies are expanding rapidly but you need to get your hands dirty on the tech so that you can form your own opinions on them and go you know what Dolly does fit my style more than MidJourney, or Claude fits my style more than ChatGPT and Bard. There are so many options to choose from, and knowing which tech works better for you will help you out in years to come. So my homework for you guys is to go figure out which AI tech fits your style. And that is the end of my soapbox. Thank you guys for giving me a listen, rate and review, and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss a new episode every other week on Thursday. Check out our website, thechatgptreport.com, where you can support me financially, and follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter at chatgptreport. Please send us an email, thechatgptreport at gmail.com. Guys, I hope you have a great rest of your week, great weekend, and I'll see you next week.